It's a Made in Manitoba debut this weekend with Winnipeg's Christine Fellows joining us for the first time. And what a debut this will be with her latest album, Stuff We All Get, a multidisciplinary effort with much more than music and songwriting encompassing the project. Christine created a stop-motion music video for every song on the record, 13 to be exact, and we'll be sure to learn about that and much more during today's Made in Manitoba. Thank you for joining us. Chris's conversation with Christine Fellows about Stuff We All Get. Get started after this. Welcome to another edition of Made in Manitoba. I'm co-host Chris Sumner, and we are really excited for this weekend's program. It's the Made in Manitoba debut of Winnipegger Christine Fellows. And Christine, how about we start our conversation tonight with getting to know you? I'm a songwriter mainly. I live in Winnipeg, Manitoba, and um, I do all kinds of things, especially since pandemic. It's been very interesting for us musicians, so I'm doing a lot more different things than I used to. Are you but a, it's great. Are you a born and raised Winnipegger or transplanted to the big city? I was not born and raised here. I've been here now for about 25 years, though. So I do call it home. But I, I lived in a lot of different Canadian cities before I lived here. And you know why I moved here? Why is that? Everywhere I traveled, I kept meeting these amazing, hilarious, wonderful people. And then I would ask them, so where, where are you from? And they'd all say, Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Isn't that funny? That and is... so I had I had to try it out. <laughs> and was I wrong? No. This is the best place. I've stayed here for 25 years. People are wonderful. And I would include that also where you are in Altona. All of the, the prairies, prairie folk are the best people. Now, you kind of already teased uh, uh, the next area that I wanted to, to touch on is, is um, you know, you are a singer-songwriter by trade, but you have a lot of other artistic ventures, as we can tell uh, from your latest album, as well as some of your other works. 
But I wanted to go back in time, Christine, to those early days of when you were first expressing yourself artistically. Were, were you drawn to visual media or was that something that you fell into in later years? Part of what's so amazing about the artistic community here and when I when I moved here, that's when I started um, writing and mainly sort of songwriting was the beginning. But I met other artists and mainly from the, the dance community was a big um, it, it, it's huge here, you know, both in the ballet and contemporary. And so some of my first experiences collaborating with other people was with dance and working and creating music and scores and sound design for that. So that's an incredibly like visual medium, but also ar- architectural. And these people are the dancers are the my favorite artists to work with because they're so generous. The answer is always yes. It's a beautiful answer because that's and it's a hard thing to say yes sometimes when someone asks you to do something weird. You're like, oh, I don't really want to do that, but okay. <laughs> and uh, so that was my Dorian um, to all my uh, art, uh, the rest of my art practice that is, yeah, it's larger than just music. I do sound design for film. I uh, collaborate with other artists to make all kinds of different projects. And I create now lately I've been doing stop motion video, which is so much fun. (laughs) And I have to ask, how how did you get into stop motion videography? Because it's a very unique uh, medium. It can be quite time consuming. And I have heard from others that have participated in it. It can be frustrating. Ah, yeah. Well, it's funny. I was making collages, just using paper, paper collage, getting old books and magazines and just kind of it's always been a kind of part of my practice when I'm when I'm thinking about an idea for a song. I'm also it's really nice to do something with your hands that's sort of synthesizing. I don't know what you'd say. It's just not sitting at an instrument, not sitting at the piano, not with a guitar in my hands, just doing something else. So I was doing this. And especially when the pandemic um, hit, it was kind of the perfect time to spend a lot of time doing stuff with whatever you had lying around, which is also the artist's greatest tool is limitation, right? So you have to work with whatever you have. And to me, that's always my favorite challenge. So um, yeah, that was kind of the beginning of it for me. I just was like, well, I'll just experiment with this. And of course, asked my wonderful, supportive, creative community here for advice and help because, you know, it's technical as well. And of course, yes, very frustrating, can be very frustrating. <laughs> like an entire, you know, two weeks work can just go like, oh, no, what was I thinking? But you just keep it's a, I never think of it as like something that you need to finish. It's about the process. It's about the And if you start just being engaged in the process and not worrying so much about the outcome, it becomes way less tedious. <laughs> <laughs> Now, your latest album, Stuff We All Get, and of course, there's a reason why we're talking about stop-motion videography. It really is a multidisciplinary effort, your your new album. It's it's much more than the music and the songwriting. It encompasses stop-motion videos as well. Now, you made the decision to create a stop-motion video for every track on the record. How did you arrive at that decision as a a different means for people to enjoy the experience of this album? I actually conceived of the project as both things happening at once. So part of the things that work at the collage table and part of the work would be with the songwriting. So I was moving back and forth. So it wasn't so much that I was just animating the songs. The Some of the work had been the visual 
uh, stuff I was playing with or the, or the, uh, the ideas that I was using, the concepts were also built into the song. So it was a project that happened in tandem. Um, but if anybody else is out there going, Hey, that sounds like a really fun thing to do. I will say that it takes a very long time because recording, as we know, recording music takes a very long time. It's a long time before you get to the end part of the process. Um, stop motion video is like, it. it's like, it's insane. <laughs> it's so, it takes so long. It's so, so time, so many l levels down the, the path. So, so why did you want to add that stop motion video component to this project rather than just share with the world your, your eighth album? Here's my music. Here's my songwriting. You also wanted that visual component. Why did you want to do that? <laughs> I don't know. I guess I guess that's a it is a good question. I think because every time I do a project, there has to be some other element to it. The previous one to this was a book, so there was um a, a poetry collection alongside a song cycle that was I in my I always think of it as the musical that it was started as a musical, but then it turned into this other thing. And previous to that, I did a performance and filmed the performance. So the album is the album, but it's also the performance. So it's always been kind of something I've been interested in doing. Um, I know that music is plenty. It's enough. And I, I, I understand that. But for me, I'm always curious to try something new every time I do that. Cause I, I've been doing this for a long time, you know, so you got to keep it interesting because, you know, I don't know. I get bored easily. <laughs>
Now she's greening up and going strong. Dandelion blooming in the lawn, going to seed, leaning into the breeze. Tiny white umbrellas climb the trees. All That was Christine Fellows with the song Little Crow from her eighth album, Stuff We All Get, which we're featuring this weekend during her Made in Manitoba debut. After the break, we'll continue his conversation with Christine and ask her about how difficult it was to conceptualize and produce those stop motion videos and what she feels is the theme of this album. This is Made in Manitoba, our weekly spotlight on music made here. We're back after this. Now the popular
Now, I know there's going to be a lot of our audience that would like to know how long it it takes to film a stop motion video. I'm assuming that that would be based on the complexity of the video and the various pieces you have. But can you give us an idea of how long it takes? From top to to tail, you're probably looking at a few months. I mean, that's not that's not working at it like 10 hours a day. You're you know, it takes a lot to you building building all the artwork. You build the art and then you're experimenting with animating. Then you are editing, and a lot of the magic happens in editing too, which I also love about music, recording music, that editing is one of my favorite parts of the process. Removal, removal, because as soon as you start removing things, the you're distilling, like the everything becomes richer, and it's counterintuitive, I, I guess. But, but yeah, so the best idea I could say to someone that's do, doing stop motion is, is just have time because you may need to pause. You may need to stop and go and learn how to do something that you got. Oh, I have an idea, but I don't know how to do that exactly yet. And so you're shooting all these test things, failure, 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 ah, success. <laughs> now I've had the opportunity to, to watch a good chunk of the videos that you have released for, for the album. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you have Chris. No, no, so that, it, it's a part of my research before we have the chance to talk. And, and I did, I found myself, Christine, coming back to this question after watching the videos. Were were you trying to share the story of each song in the video, or was it more so the videos were an expression of the emotions and memories that came with the songs? Do you understand how I'm kind of going at that there? Totally, yes. I am not a narrative story. I'm not telling a story with a, it's not animating like, this is a film about this and these yeah to me i think what i love about stop motion is it functions a lot like memory because you know how your brain it's like like all it's like a all these images are coming to us at all like especially when you have like a when you've had a uh an extreme experience like a a fright even if just a small fright you have a little close call in the car or something and you your heart starts pounding and all these images start going to me that's what I love about stop motion because it feels it feels very um, heightened. So it's more yes about that idea of a flood of different memories than a specific narrative. Tell us about the uh, title for the album. Stuff we all get. What's that? What's <laughs> yeah. that all about? Well, I do always have trouble with titles. It's one of my weak things. If I don't come in with a title off the top, I'm uh, I'm always kind of trying to figure out what it is. But for me, stuff we all get is also it's a thing in music where it's such a part of the thing. This this stuff we all get. It's there's something kind of um, what do you call entitled about it, which I don't like. Obvious. I mean, I like, but I, I like this idea that we feel like we're entitled to something. But I also like the other side of it, where it's um, it's stuff we all understand, things that we have in common, so commonality, something shared. So there's like that push pull between our feeling of entitlement. I should have this. I should have this. this is of course this is, but also this idea of like we all understand each other, and that maybe to me is the more interesting. <laughs> you know, we talked earlier in our conversation, Christine, about how uh, it's it's the process when we're talking about stop motion videography rather than the end result. And I want to take that concept and reflect it back to the album itself. When you look back at your starting point, when you first put pen to paper, right, and we're thinking about writing these songs to where you ended up with stuff we all get, did did your perspective, did your context, did your feel of the album change along the way? 
Oh yeah, it always does. I love that you asked that question. It is, um, that's a beautiful way to think about things about where you start and then where it goes. And I, I mean, the beginning is always this, you just, it just seems like, um, so impossible what you're about to do. Like, how is this even possible? And then suddenly it's just like, you're at the other side of it. And, and for myself, I'm one of those people that once I'm done, I'm done, I'm out, just I'm out, I'm out onto the next thing. But I realized, which is silly. Um, but it, yeah, the beginning was very, um, I had a, a tenor guitar, which is an instrument I'd never played before. And it was actually it belonged to my husband. And, and I uh, just picked it up and I started just goofing around to, with the tuning and doing kind of weird stuff with it. And it really was something very different for me to approach. I always like trying a new instrument or doing something. And that gave me, brought me to different places than I would on the piano, which is my main instrument because piano is terrific. I love it. But just picking up something strange and finding like every instrument has a song on it, you know, it's kind of amazing. And then of course the very um, thrilling part is involving my collaborators in the studio and working with these wonderful musicians that I get to work with. And I'm so privileged to work with and they just bring so much. Everybody brings so much. It's like a very, um, uh, I have to, I just sit in the, in the corner and like try not to cry because they're so beautiful. I love them. Would you say that there are, 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 there is or are themes throughout the album that you consciously were looking to share? Or was it a case of you kind of put it all together and you're like, oh, actually these 13 songs, you kind of listen to them and this theme comes out of it. Right. Yeah. It's interesting uh, as the, they accumulate, surely, yes, the songs start to speak to each other. Um, but for me also editing, there's a lot in the record that isn't there. There were things that didn't make it and probably things later that I'm like, Oh, I probably should have pruned that guy out. But, um, also I like leaving some of the rough edges in there because, um, when things are too polished, we just slide on, we just slide on by it. It's those, um, unusual moments that catch your ear and make you stop. Right. So yeah. Yeah. I, I, it, I think sometimes I go in with a theme and I'm concerned about the theme and working all corners of the theme. But certainly for this record, the theme was that they were all being made at the same time and I was animating them. So it kind of gave me carte blanche. I'm like, ah, I feel like writing about that today. This is on my mind.
And we wrap up this weekend's Made in Manitoba with the song Ghost Particle from Christine Fellow's latest album, Stuff We All Get. Although she identifies primarily as a songwriter and performer, her works include paper collage, stop-motion video, sound design, and poetry, things we all heard about today. You can learn more about it at christinefellows.com, including a link to the videos she's created for this album. It was a Made in Manitoba debut tonight, and we'll be back again next week with more music and stories to share. And keep in mind, you can listen to past episodes of the program anytime on the Made in Manitoba archive at podcastville.ca. For show producer Zach Drieger and co-host Michelle Sawatsky, I'm Chris Sumner. Good night.